0: Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast, Brother Jeremy here. I want to go back to the book of 1 Corinthians and verse number 27 of chapter 12. And I want you to listen to the words again. Now ye are the body of Christ, and members in particular. And we've been talking about the membership of the church, the importance of the membership of the church, the importance of church membership. And on the last episode, we really talked about faithfulness. We talked about being faithful to the church. I want to talk to you today about something else about the importance of church membership, the fellowship of the church. The fellowship, one of the greatest blessings in life is the joy of belonging. Oh, yeah. You want to feel at home, right? You want to feel like you belong somewhere. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a basic need of mankind is to feel accepted, is to be accepted. And uh, it's one reason we are so quick to adapt ourselves Uh, to some of the nonsense that we acclimate to and because we feel like we don't like being an outsider. Well, I'm going to tell you something about the church that's great is the fellowship, the belonging part. And one of the greatest blessings in the spiritual life is the joy of belonging to a church. That's my church. We hear that. That's my church. I love my church. I love my preacher. Boy, I love our choir. I love the ministry. That's what it's about. The fellowship, and you need to understand that you're in uh, a membership, just like your body. Your body has to have fellowship, and you need to you need to be a part of the church. And there's some areas where you need to be a part of the church. I'll tell you this: uh, in the in the book of Acts, chapter number one, you find the the early church. And you find the early church coming up against something, really. If you start around verse number 12, I think it is, uh, they've returned from Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives, and they've uh, gone here, uh, and they have went into the upper room. There's Peter and James and John, and they all continued with prayer and supplication. The Bible says Jesus' mother was there. And Peter stood up, and he said the number of names together were about 120 And he said, men and brethren, the scripture must need to be fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake before concerning Judas. Now, here's the problem. They have got a problem. Now, the first thing you need to understand is the fellowship of the business of the church. I'll tell you this. A lot of people take this too far. I am for business meetings. I am for order. I am for doing things in order. I'm for the the Robert's Rules of Order. I understand all that you can you can take it too far and i believe you can have too little there needs to be some order in the church we see that right here in the book of acts chapter number one they've come up against a problem they've they've lost uh their be- one of their best members and they've lost definitely their worst member uh in judas and peter stands up and says we've got a problem we've got to talk about judas we've got to uh deal with this problem uh we've 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 got a problem here. So they had lost Judas. You say, how was he one of the best members? Because he was the treasurer. You don't just um, trust anybody with the money. And so they had lost one of their best members, but they had definitely lost their worst member. And they had lost their leader, their pastor, the Lord Jesus Christ had given his life. They had lost one of the apostles. They had lost the treasurer in Judas. And yet they didn't panic. They didn't go into disarray. They didn't Oh no, what are we going to do? No, they called a business meeting and they talked about it and they presented the need and they prayed about it and they agreed upon it with a solution and they carried on the work of God. Listen, you need to be a part of the business of the church. The fellowship, it involves the business. Then I'll tell you something else you need to be involved in the belief system of the church. It's very important as a member that you are part of the structure of the church, but also that you're a part of the standing of the church, the convictions, the beliefs. Acts chapter 2 tells us that their belief started the day they got saved. They gladly received the word. And then the Bible tells us they continued in the word they continued that gladly received the word. And you know, that's the way it is. As a member of the church, you need to know what you believe, and you need to know why you believe it, and you need to stand on it. So the fellowship involves the business. The fellowship involves the belief system. You need to understand what the church believes, and you need to stand for that. And by the way, if you don't Believe what the church believes. Go find the church that you believe like. I don't know why anybody would want to be a part of a church when they disagree with the pastor about his stance on the King James or his stance on the rapture of the church versus a mid-tribulation or post-tribulation, pre-millennial, post-millennial, amillennial. Uh, I mean, why would you want to go to a church where you're divisive? I, I don't understand that. Or you, why would you you want to be able to believe what is believed and find a church that you believe is holding to the Word of God just as sure as it can be and stand your ground. Stand your ground. If I did not have confidence in the preacher, I would find a church where I had confidence in the preacher. If I didn't have confidence in the leadership of the church, I would find a church where there was confidence in the leadership of the church. And you know I do find this uh, amazing that some people just hop from church to church to church to church and they, well, that church has this problem that church has this problem that church has this problem. Have you ever thought maybe the reason you keep hopping churches is you might be the problem? And uh, But I do believe that you need to believe what the church believes. And if you're not going to believe that, then you may need to find somewhere that believes uh, like you believe, and not everybody's right. I can tell you that, and not everybody's wrong. Um, I think one thing that we're going to get to heaven, and we're going to realize there were some things we was right about, there's some things we was wrong about. I'm glad God's going to straighten all that out. Um, the fundamentals of the faith, uh, a lot of churches believe the same, and the convictions on those. And then you got these petty preferences. And, uh, you know, it's sad that we divide over so many things. We need to learn to unite. Uh, But you need to believe the right way. And you need to have unity in how you believe. And there's only really one way to believe, and it's the right way. And I hate—I know this is kind of a a touchy situation here— Uh, But the fact is, not all churches believe the same. Not all pastors believe the same. There's different interpretations, and some are right and some are wrong. And uh, we need to be as careful as we can when we rightly divide the Word of God. But I tell you this, if I were a a member of a church and uh, the pastor uh, that was there was you know, a different belief system than me. I would take it to him personally. I would look at, at him in his eyes and I'd tell him this is what I believe the Word of God says. And then if he's not going to change on that, the last thing I'm going to do is cause trouble in the church. I'm not going to do it. Uh, I will state my opinion to him from the Word of God. But I'm telling this thing of going about and trying to find this group in the church. So I think that this is what the Bible says. And I think this is what the Bible says and dividing an entire church. That's not of God. It's not of God. Well, I was just taking a stand on the word of God. Well, the problem is this. You're not the overseer. You're not the under shepherd. You're not the leader. And so therefore, you're not going to give an account of what that pastor is doing or not doing. And so a lot of times you've just got to take into consideration, is this what I want to do? Is this what I want to be a divider? And, uh, if I didn't believe what my pastor believed, I'd find a pastor I believed like he believed. That's all I'm saying. And because there's a fellowship in the belief system. There's a fellowship in the belief system. And then there's fellowship. I didn't mean to get off on all that, but I, I think it was necessary. There's fellowship in the burdens. You, you Listen, you, you, you've got fellowship uh, in the business of the church. You've got fellowship in the beliefs of the church. And then there's fellowship in the burdens of the church. The Bible tells us that Uh, in Acts chapter 2 and verse number 45. Listen to the word of God here. And sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every every man had need. You need to get involved in a local church so you can be aware of the needs in the church, in the membership of the church, and also in the community the church serves. And that's the fellowship of bearing burdens. And the Bible talks about that. First uh, Peter 1, 22, seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren. See that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. The Bible talks about having compassion one another, love as brethren, being pitiful, be courteous, First Peter 3, 8. And so when you have the fellowship, of the business of the church and the fellowship of the belief system of the church, you'll also have the fellowship of the burdens of the church. And you'll be able to be connected. And here's the important thing. If you will learn to bear the burdens of others, there will be a time when those same others will bear your own burdens. When someone comes to our church or contacts me during the week and they need help, a power bill needs to be paid tires on their car. Their children ain't got no groceries. The story goes on and on and on. It happens all the time. The very first question I ask them, do you have a connection to a local church? It's the first question I ask. Do you have a connection to a local church? And if they say no, I say, this is why it's important for you to be saved for more than the eternal reasons. It's important for earthly reasons for you to be saved and connected, and involved in a local church. Because the very first people that would help someone in time of need is a local church. See, when you bear burdens, when everything's going good in your life, but you reach out and you fellowship with those that are burdened, it will not be long till you are the one that's burdened, and they will be coming and helping you. And that fellowship that you gave will be returned with fellowship from those you gave to. It's so important. To be a member of a local church. There's the fellowship of the business. There's the fellowship of the beliefs. There's the fellowship of the burdens. There's the fellowship of the blessings of the church. Oh, yes. There's that fellowship of the blessings. And the Bible tells us this in chapter 2, verse 42. The Bible says, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and prayers. Now look at verse 46 of Acts 2. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple, breaking bread from house to house. And they did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. And one of the greatest blessings to a child of God that's so often not utilized is that fellowship of rejoicing with one another, and, and the Bible tells us that two are better than one in the book of Ecclesiastes, and we've got the blessing of having one another to rejoice with. The Bible said the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved, and when you're disconnected from the church, you can't enjoy The fellowship of the blessings. Coming together and rejoicing when God has met a need for someone. See, if you've not been fellowshipping with the burden, you can't enjoy the fellowship of the blessing. But if you've been carrying the burden, you can also rejoice when the blessing comes. You see what I'm saying? It's a connection. It's a connection. It's the importance of being a part of a local church. Now today... You have the opportunity to go out and be salt and light in this world. I want to encourage you to do that. The world is dirty and dark, and it needs you. It needs me. Let's go out and do something for the Lord. If you're listening to this in the evening, why don't you plan on purpose? Tomorrow, I'm going to get up, pray, read my Bible. I'm going to get filled with the Holy Ghost, and I'm going to go out and make a difference in the world. Hey, we need each other. We need the church. It's the importance of church membership. Don't miss the next Treasures of Truth podcast. God bless you.